Welcome to Friendly Competition, a podcast to discover the best of all time. I'm Nick Carey, alongside my co-host and best friend, Cody Lena, discuss various pop culture topics and narrow it down to truly the best of all time. Or as we like to call it, the boat. Before we get set foot on the boat, we put them into a sweet 16-style tournament. Are you each round? We decide a winner, Nick. What criteria do we use when we decide to step foot on the boat? Whatever the hell we want, Cody, but we're also going to be using the knowledge of our guest expert, Bailey Murphy. Hello, I am. This is going to be a wonderful, wonderful debate. I can just feel it. This is going to be a weird one. This is going to be really (laughs) weird, and I'm so excited. Cody, what are we talking about this season? We are talking about what is the best drink of all time. We're talking alcoholic beverages, but we're not doing wine versus beer or whiskey versus bourbon. We're talking about the space, the head space, the physical space sometimes that you have to get in to enjoy these these inebriations. Or what does the, or what head space does the inebriant? Inebriant. The inebriant do to you. Mm-hmm. What is it? How does it elevate the moment? And here we are in group D where we have the three seed Cinco de Mayo Margs going up against the 14 seed bougie dinner drink. And then we have the six seed brunch mimosas or bloodies going up against the 11 seed sad drink. I'm just so thrilled that I am the um, the expert guest on for this topic. If we're being honest, <laughs> yeah, it was for you to talk about St. Patty's and maybe sad drink. Yeah, and sad just be like, <laughs> uh, which one do you want to kick off with? You know, let's actually, let's start with the brunch mimosa versus the sad drink. All right. That'll be an interesting one. Okay. Way to go, mimosa, on just like claiming brunch. Like claiming the space. Just taking yeah. it over and being like, this is what I do. And this is, and this is the, let's be honest. I don't think if it weren't for mimosas, I don't know how big brunch would be. Sure, it's great. It's fine. But yeah, it really but feels it's... like brunch is like putting that bottomless mimosa situation. Well, I remember being younger and going to brunch with family and they would always order a Bloody Mary. And I never understood what it was, obviously, because right. I was a child. But I thought it was like, oh, tomato juice is healthy for you. Adults drink tomato juice. Right. I guess that's what you do on Sundays after church. You drink yeah. tomato juice. <laughs> But, the blood of Christ. Yeah, exactly. The, only, the thing that made more sense, to be honest, for the yeah, blood of Christ. Yeah. But what's interesting is I saw a tweet the other day that I actually thought was very, very valid for this. Because I, I crave a Bloody Mary once a year. Sure, and, yeah. And I'm not exaggerating. It is once. It is once a year. I will be at brunch with friends and I will I will order one Bloody Mary. I will have my one Bloody Mary and not need another one for an entire year. Right, um, yeah. But, I agree. Yeah. I don't I don't know when and I know I know it didn't just happen with our generation, but it certainly feels like it. That it feels like like you said for the longest time Bloody Mary was the brunch drink. Yes. And then yeah. all of a sudden like circa 2000 and 2011, 2012 somewhere in there, people are like, "What if we just started using the orange juice and putting the champagne in it?" Yeah. And then from that moment on, it's just been, mm-hmm. I mean, don't get me wrong. Now you have like blood, like it's kind of sad. Like Bloody Mary's like, what if I added a chicken? What if I added <laughs> an entire pizza? Yeah. Then oh, whole, like yeah I don't, I hate when you order, I don't drink Bloody Mary's, but I fucking hate it when I see one come out and it's a whole meal with like yeah. a little bit yeah. of it. Like, well, Doug, I want like a drink. $17 Bloody Mary. But no, but the tweet that I saw was, it was, it basically said, I, I like, I don't understand how anyone likes Bloody Marys. Are you like cold tomato soup with vodka? What the fuck is wrong with yeah. you? Yeah. <laughs> 
And and it's funny because it's I I don't like savory drinks. That's my main thing. Sure, I, yeah, I'm not it's a, a weird vibe. Yeah, it's I'm, a weird yeah, vibe. I'm not a fan of um like martinis in general. I'm not a big fan of. Actually, one of my favorite things that I've ever heard from a bartender was at Lush. I talk about Lush a lot. It's one of my favorite places to go. But one of the bartenders is from New York, and she's just got the most amazing attitude in the world. <laughs> she was making two drinks, and she was making martinis, obviously. But like you know, you know, martinis just look like water. Right. And so she was pouring pouring into the glass. And one of my friends asked what she was making. And she just goes, I'm making a fucking dumbass, fucking dumbass martini. And I was like, did you just say a fucking dumbass? Mar- Wait, what? And she was like, "You, I said what I said. And, but, you know, like dirty martinis have the olive juice. I'm just, I'm not a savory drink yeah. person. You know, I think experiencing a Bloody Mary at one point in your life is important. But I don't know anyone who can have more than maybe two. Oh, yeah. Heartburn City. Oh, my sure. gosh. I've somewhat... I- have you ever seen a Bloody Mary out at night? Yes. Like you're just it's like at the- It's fucking weird. It is. Well, I don't, it's never happened with like my friends. Yeah. Cause I would immediately, I would like, if I was with a group of friends and someone's like- I would leave. And they're like, I'm going to get a Bloody Mary. i like, he's not, he's lying. There's That's, no, or he's, he's not an alien. with me. Who yeah. has taken my friend's skin and wears it like a right. daywalker? Yeah, exactly. I, yeah, I would basically say, oh, you might as well have just told me that, I don't know, you, you're leaving your wife and- yeah. And 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 now you're Republican because everything you're everything you're doing right now is awful. Right. I'm just like it just feels if you see a Bloody Mary out at night, you're just like, do you know of any other drinks? Like, do you, are you paralyzed? Or maybe back to our old conversation, maybe that's a 21 year old <laughs> just out like I don't um I don't um, know what to order. um um a Bloody Mary, and they're like, <laughs> dude, yeah, if I'm if I'm out at a bar and I see a 21 year old order a Bloody Mary, I'm gonna say no, he doesn't want that. He'll take a rum and coke. And then I'm going to take him under my wing and I'm yeah. going to teach him the ways of the world. I will say, you found you your apprentice. apprentice. You've become my apprentice now, boy. I mean, I very much appreciate that you use the uh, the, the pronoun he because a woman would never do that. No, 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 it's a dude, no. no. that's a dude collapsing under the weight of like, because uh, what he wants is something that tastes good. Like he's like, he's like, doesn't because like even when I was 21, I didn't really like beer yet. Well, yeah, we didn't. Not, you don't really you're like drinking good. Yeah, yeah. It, everything that you've had is bad. Yeah. So when you're at the bar and you're trying to get that first one, I could see a world where that is what happens. Yeah. But okay, so that's so sad drinks. <laughs> okay. Well, here's my question. So the bloody, but the bloody mary and the mimosa are in the same category. We yes, they're together. together they're they as brunch the brunch. Drinks. They are okay. brunch. They elevate what? the brunch and bring. So the only reason I have to bring this up is because Cody, you said uh, Heartburn City for the bloodies. So yeah. one thing I've discovered in the last couple of years is the mimosa, but the grapefruit versus the orange juice because oh, it's less, yeah. there's less sugar. It's less acidic. Um, I I I also can't do bottomless anymore because it's so much sugar. I right. also find it funny though because like bottomless mimosas are never a problem for so many people but the second you order oh god what is it called a screwdriver which is vodka and orange right. juice yeah everyone thinks you're you're like a lunatic right yeah i find so funny because it, I, it they're easier to drink they're not as sugary they're not as like it's just it's less it's more of a straightforward drink it's like you you take the best of the bloody and the best of the mimosa and and put that into a beverage sure yeah either. but it's it, but it's funny because people don't associate that with being a brunch drink as much no, no yeah i'm a big like, fan of the, i'm a big fan of the brunch screwdriver too i've yeah, done I'm it right fan. it's it's way easier. it's right there you're like yeah. It's you a- probably had a screwdriver, like not by, but like that's a drink that I feel like I had younger, like yeah, I, like yeah. as like one of those first like my like illegal drinking. I was yeah. drinking like screwdrivers and stuff. For some reason, yeah. If, no matter what age you are, once I mean as a teenager, once you're out and about in the world and trying to start, to, you can find vodka. Like 
Right. Yeah. <laughs> everywhere. I could, it's I could everywhere. fucking stumble in. I just had vodka. I never, when I was in college and I always have vodka and I it don't, was I couldn't tell you one time who got it for me or how right. I got it. Right. Yeah. Um, it's like, wh- yeah, I, yeah, I got sky vodka. You don't? <laughs> yeah. I don't. Um, Abby has a phrase that I love that she uses. She makes fun of people who spend too much money on adopting cats because oh. she says that cats are free. Yeah. Because <laughs> they're just like everywhere. And I feel like that's what what vodka is. It's right. Vodka, Especially at vodka, that age. Yeah. Like vodka, vodka is, is just free. Loose. It's just everywhere. <laughs> you can find it anywhere at any time, no matter what. Yeah. Okay. So the sad drink. The sad drink. What is the sad drink? What is the, yeah. What is the saddest because like, it, it could even still be kind of expect like you know like a like a whiskey. But no, I, okay, I will argue. I am not a fan of advocating for whiskey when you're sad. Um, first of all, I'm Irish. I drink whiskey. I want to fight. Sure. I I can't drink whiskey when I'm sad. I also like to enjoy whiskey. I I, I enjoy whiskey. I like savoring whiskey. I do not like drinking something like whiskey if I'm sad. I'm also mm-hmm. not a big sad drinker. Sure. I'm more of a like an angry drinker versus a sad drinker. Like if I'm genuinely- my therapist would say. It's all depression at the end I of the mean, day. Yeah. <laughs> when I was like talking to my, like my, my, when I got diagnosed and they're like, oh, you also have general depressive. And I was like, I'm like not sad though. Like I'm like in a real way, I'm yeah. not a sad person. He's like, I understand. But you also mentioned how you got very frustrated today in traffic. That can be depression too. And you're like, oh, <laughs> damn. My therapist was always very, very careful about not using like the words depression depressive because i am naturally such an aggressive human being mm-hmm. that she's like i just feel like you're not going to react well if i use this yeah i mean if i say you're like, i'm not depressed though exactly. like well actually that proves my point yeah but i think like i i i mean i i love wine no matter what i could i've said this a million times i could give up drinking tomorrow if wine didn't exist mm-hmm. um and then i have a lot of people who they're dry like they're not yeah not they don't have a problem they just don't drink and a couple of them are are telling me that there's this there's alcohol removed wine that I should try. And every time I just say, I'm sorry, I will never trust it. Right. I just will never trust it. I've tried non-alcoholic wine. It's trash. It's fucking trash. And I'm sure that the I I, I appreciate the existence of these of these yeah. drinks massively. So I think they're they're important for our, for the our culture and to like discourage the binge drinking that has happened for so long in this country. But I'm sorry. I'm not drinking your alcohol removed wine. That maybe is the saddest drink. Yeah. That, yeah. <laughs> is that the saddest drink? Might be the saddest drink is, is the non-alcoholic wines and, and things. You're like, and I've, I've had, I've had like non-alcoholic whiskey before and you drink it. And, wait, what? Oh yeah. I didn't even know you could. There's non-alcoholic Dude, uh, liquor. Tequila. Like, I found non-alcoholic yeah, tequila. I didn't try it, but yeah. I was like, what? what? Yeah. There's, they pretty much have everything now. They have non-alcoholic everything. For some reason, like beer and wine. I'm like, there's not that, there's not as much alcohol. So like, I get it. You could probably take it out. But like to see hard liquor be a non-alcoholic at that point, too, because like, let's be honest, I mean, wine tastes good. And like, yeah, and sure, beer does taste good once you get past it. And once you find the beer that you like and you have an appreciation for like. But let's not sit here and act like beer is better than a Diet Coke. Right. Like, let's not. So when it comes (laughs) down to it, that's what's always the hurdle for me. Like, I'm glad if like for anyone else who like like once again, I'm glad it's there for you if you need it. And if the day comes where I know it's like, ah, it's, I should probably peel back. I just can't imagine being like, oh, I still want that bitter hoppy taste though. Yeah, had- we're out here pretending we drink it because it tastes good. Right. Yeah. It's like, you dog. That's also- why we're here. I'm also having, I've been having this internal debate for so long since I learned about all these non-alcoholic drinks because 
this is going to sound terrible, but I'm like, if I gave up drinking, I don't think I would care about the non-alcoholic stuff. I just wouldn't drink it. Yeah. I would drink other things. Yeah. I wouldn't care for a non-alcoholic whiskey because in my brain too, I grew up in a family and in, in my, like our, our mm-hmm. whole family's Irish. We grew up like appreciating how whiskey's created, what its history is, where it comes from. I know that sounds fucking ridiculous, yeah. but it's like, you're telling me that you, you made whiskey and you removed the alcohol from it and somehow it's still the same. I just don't believe you. Yeah. I don't believe you. Glad that they exist for anyone who wants them or needs them or whatever the process is. I don't know. It, it, that, <laughs> I get it. I get it. Like, I did, I only, yeah. You no. only drink to get fucked yeah. up. <laughs> no, the thing that, because I remember my first time sad drinking. Okay. I remember it. I remember it. I'll never forget it because it was, because I remember like, you know, especially if, not to turn this into like a very, but now that we're talking about non-alcoholics, I'm like, you know, the family tree is is soaked in booze. So yeah, yeah, keep, keep an eye on it. Keep, you know, you keep your wits about you when you I'm know a, that. I'm a Murphy. I get it. Yeah. Like, so you keep, you know, you're keeping an eye on it. You're like, okay, I don't want to fall down that, you know. You want to watch your, your habit. But it was the 2016 election okay. and that, and it was election count. night. Yeah. You get a pass on that. No, I know it was election night and I was like, and it's, it's, it's going south and I'm in California too. So it's, so a lot of people are like, well, they hadn't really found out yet, but for us, it's still pretty early and we're like, clearly we know what's going to yeah. happen. And so I remember I was with, I was with my roommate and I don't really, and at this point too, especially I didn't really drink hard alcohol, but I wanted something to, I wanted it to hit and yeah. I needed it to go. I need, we, yeah. I was like, that's the thing for me with like a sad drink. I'm like, I could have a sad beer. Sure. Yeah. But I'm like, the reality is I want something stiff. I want it like, I want it to punch me in the face a little bit. And so we just poured out whiskey and that was the first time where it's like, Oh, I get why people do this because I don't feel as much right now. I can, I'm like, I know I can mentally be like, it kind of sucks, but I'm also like, but I'm feeling okay. Like I'm a little drunk. Yeah. See, I, I, I like weirdly have the opposite effect. My emotions are heightened when I have alcohol Mm. in my system in any capacity. And so if I'm like in that situation, I was, I was with a friend. We were definitely drinking that night, yeah. but it was more so to kind of process more. I sure. wanted, I, I like, it, it was helping to get my emotions out. I got my crying out. Mm-hmm. I, it, it weirdly kind of helps more. So I, I don't, I don't know. Like, like I, I definitely have had sad drinks, but I like, if I'm actually genuinely sad, if there is something terrible that has happened, I actually can't really enjoy drinking because then I'm just drinking for the wrong reasons. Yeah. And that's where my brain shifts. And I flat out, I'm like, don't do it. I don't want that. Yeah, hey. Not even don't do it. I don't yeah. want this. Yeah. Like, I don't, I would rather, I would rather yeah. say, here's eat. the thing we got to think about though. Bottomless mimosas. That's it. Like, bottomless I mean, mimosas yeah. rule. They changed brunch. They changed the landscape of my life. Well, and it, bottomless mimosas were like my first introduction to drag brunches. Brunch has become a culture. Oh yeah. Oh, it's a, like, it's been yeah. crazy to watch. Like, that's what I, what I say. It's like, I know like brunch existed before us. Yeah. It was there, but it feels like there was just a shift. And then it's like, no brunch is now, like you said, it is a, there are brunch restaurants that are just like, yep. yep we crap. We open the doors at 10. We shut them at three. And yeah. you're like, what? And yeah. they're like, yep. Well, Give you your eggs, Benny and get you out of here. Brunch also used to feel so like elite. Yeah. You know what I mean? Brunch was like, cause, cause unless you were going to Perkins after Sunday church. Sure. If yeah. You, if you went somewhere where you were having a mimosa, which that's also not like, it's like, I know what you're saying, but it's like, that's not brunch. It just happens right. to fall in happens, the brunch yes. time frame. And yeah. you're yeah. like, like no one there, no one's at Perkins. No, like the waitress doesn't come to you like, y'all having a great brunch. You're like, <laughs> they're just like, what are you here for? Right. What do you need right now? Right. 
Do you I, need spaghetti or yeah. do you want an omelet? Right. And, and you're like, <laughs> I'm going to put it in your order. I'm going to yeah. bring it to you and don't talk to me yeah. ever again. <laughs> but, but yeah, like, but, but, but the actual concept of brunch, like, in, I just keep thinking of like in the nineties, you know, you're, you're ordering your, your mimosa and you have like one. Right. Maybe, yes. maybe you have two. Right. And it was, it, yeah. And you, and you overspend on this massive meal and that is your activity for the day. But then now it's like brunches, brunches an activity because you were there for hours. Yes. Oh, yeah. It is the way of life. We are I think, here. I mean, I think it's probably pretty clear here. I think it's very obvious. Yeah. Cody, I didn't, is there, I don't mean to blow up your spot and you can, and you can edit this out. You have all the power. <laughs> is there a reason you're not talking about sad drinking? I don't, yeah, I don't you, do it. I don't you're not like, sad, but you don't sad. Am I the I, only sad drinker? I'm probably, yeah. This is something where I, I, I don't do it often. It's no, not here's like the a thing, thing I'm trying to say. I don't get sad. And I know that's a weird thing to say, but like I my life it. In rips. case anyone wants to know what white male privilege sounds like, <laughs> it is that. Never, that is it just right there. Well, even, if bad st- even if bad stuff happens, sad's not my go-to emotion about it. I'm very optimistic. So like. Oh, see, that's funny. So you two are kind of in that same boat. Yeah, so like, I so think, then, yeah, yeah, you both are like, no, no, no. The the emotion's not good. Whatever goes down that's bad, I'm not going to be sad. I'm going to be well, something else. And, and I think that that's, yeah, I, I'm with you. It's hard to think of times when I've been really, really sad. I would say, I mean, that, that sounds ridiculous because of course I've been sad, but it, it's more like sad is more of a fleeting emotion for me. Sure. Because especially like, for example, when I was laid off last month, I was sad. I was. Yeah. But- and we did, and we went out for beer, but we yeah. also went bowling. So yeah. it was like, it was yeah. more of the beers were for bowling. It yeah. wasn't necessarily for. Right. But then the other thing is that this is how my therapist described me. She's like, you will get sad, but then you immediately get like angry with a vengeance. <laughs> it's almost like, like your body rejects the idea yeah. of being sad. It's like, we're not going to do that. Yeah. We'll do something like, else. You, we had your sad. Now yeah. it's, what are we going to do about this now? Sure. And so I think that if I'm, if I'm drinking under those circumstances, it's almost like, yeah, like we're going, we, we went out bowling and had, and had drinks while we were bowling because I'm like, I need to work through these feelings. The bowling is helping and the drinks just happen to be there. Right. But it wasn't like, I'm not, I'm, cause we, cause I specifically said, to you that uh, there were people that were asking, do you want to go to a bar? What do you want to do? And I was like, I don't know. That sounds terrible. But then you were like, do you like bowling? <laughs> do you want to go break and some stuff? I was stuff? like, I actually love bowling. Do you want to break some stuff? Yeah. And, and then it'll so repair itself yeah. and we can keep going. Yeah. And so the activity was bowling that happened to have beer with it. Right. But the yeah. activity wasn't drinking. Right. And I think that is where my brain doesn't associate it with sad drinking. So I think that is why it's hard for me to even understand the concept of sad drinking. Exactly. And that's why we got to lock in the mimosas. I mean, yeah, we're locking right. that in. Yeah. All right. We'll move it on. All right. Where it will go up against either... Cinco de Mayo Margs or bougie dinner drinks. Now, I think for bougie dinner drinks, I think what we're like, this is this is that drink that you like, especially this is where it really shows up where it's like, you're only going to have one. It's going to cost you like $14 eas- easily. Yeah. Right. But it's like, but you're out, you're with your, you're with your partner. Yeah. And it's like, we're, we knew we were going to spend money tonight. Mm-hmm. We already said it. So like, you're looking at the scotch menu and you're like, hey, you don't have to focus on just the cheap ones tonight. Look at the whole menu. Right. Ask questions. Right. Ask, be like, hey, I like this. What what, what would you recommend? Yeah. Like, yep. we're going to have a nice or like a really, like you mentioned, like a martini, like a, a really great drink. Whereas Cinco de Mayo Marks, that's being poured out of a spout. You yeah, know, like a slushy oh, machine. I have, I have one counter argument to that. There is a restaurant in St. Paul called La Cucaracha. Mm-hmm. It is... 
one of one of the best Mexican restaurants, uh, Spanish restaurants that I have ever, ever eaten at in my entire life. And they make their own margarita mix. Uh, I forget what they call it, but it's like fresh squeeze is what they call it. It's it's not blended. It's it's just, you know, it's it's a regular margarita mix. And it's the only margarita I've ever seen Abby drink. It is mm. so delicious. It is the only margarita I can drink where I can have two. I can mm. never do three because it's still too sweet. It's still. Oh, you, man, you, I can go to town on margaritas. We really? do friendships. Mine. Mine is like I can go to it's because my heartburn doesn't kick in for just like for a couple hours. It feels like like I don't it's not like immediate, but it is one of those where like, oh, man, yeah. a good like a lime margarita. Like I'll go. I can go as many as I want. Yeah, but. I'll just like the next day, I'm like, why every it's all pain. Yeah. Everything from like my nipples up <laughs> yep. is painful and it all hurts and yeah. it all sucks. And I'm just like, why did I do the that? Only, the only problem that I have though is that even like no matter where we go, we could go to fucking, I don't even know, what's a cheap ass Mexican restaurant? Taco Bell, baby. If well, if they had margaritas, I would they say do in Vegas. Megan Dan have told me about this. I was blown away. They sent me a picture of the menu with all the drinks, and I was like, "What the fuck?" Oh, Cody yeah, and okay. I went. Yeah, yeah, we but, did. It was okay, lit. So- yeah, so I would still order a margarita at a Taco Bell. I would still do that, but I would have like my one and I would call it a day. Look, Cucaracha is one of the only places where I can have two and I'm not in pain. But the problem that I have though with any margarita is that what do you drink afterwards? Like if you want to have a second or third drink, whatever. And do you, you want to know how we solve this problem? The Corona Rita. Oh, yeah, the Corona Rita. Because you're right. You what you're you are a hundred percent right. Yeah. That a margarita by itself afterwards, your mouth is kind of destroyed. Like yeah. flavor, like yeah. whether it was like a really nice high-end one, like you said, with a mix and it yeah. and it's not blended, it's yeah. like on the rocks, or if you had a blended one, your mouth is just like torn apart with citrus. Yeah. And so whatever goes in there next has to be able to deal with that. Yeah. And there's not much. Right. But then some genius or what I think was a bad waitress, if I'm being honest, I think <laughs> I think a Corona fell into a big yep. margarita one day and and they were like, and she's like, I'm so sorry. I'll get you a new one. And the guy and whoever got it was like, you can just leave it. Yeah, <laughs> I'll figure this out. We do these every Friday after work. The guys I work with, we do friendships and salsa. We go to a Mexican restaurant that's friendships by my house. And salsa. That's Hell so yeah. Awesome. No, I've and never been we... invited. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. You... No, that's cool. No, Cody, it's fine. It's cool. Just keep talking about I'm it. I'm not mad either. You don't, only, to, don't apologize. You do, I'm certainly do not apologize to me right now. Yeah. Don't apologize don't to do me. It. Just talk about it. Yeah. Just talk I about am. it. I'm trying, but you keep interrupting. And well, then we it get feels like you're going to apologize. And I'm telling you, you don't need to. I'm just saying, just talk about it. Yeah. Yeah, we you definitely get a couple margaronas each. It's a great time for everyone involved. So I was I was trying to pitch the margarona thing, but so, it's just, it's. Okay, the, here's, I, can we, part of me wants to, I, because I had when I had made this list, I had made it with the idea we had St. Patty's, and I was like, "What's the other drinking holiday?" Oh, Cinco de Mayo. Part of me is just like, and I, we, I mean, this would be a first time, but I'm like, could we change it to just like Mexican restaurant margaritas? Yeah, I honestly <laughs> forgot that we were even talking about Cinco de Mayo. Cinco de Mayo, that's sucks. fine. Margaritas, it's fine. Well, Margar- Cinco switch. de Mayo is, is obviously an appropriated holiday. The thing that it's I, like everything else we do in this country. The thing, and and you know, with St. Patty's Day, like at least that is something that is celebrated there and they yeah. are also going to have a good time on that day yes like we heard in america we were like well we have july 4th and that's our independence and they and then we're like what do you have They're like well i mean i guess Cinco de mayo is like a day that happened where like kind of we started that part. like and they're like great we love it we're gonna keep we'll it take and it, it we'll take it we'll celebrate like, it for you that's not even close no. to our like independence that's not the official day oh, at all yeah. it's like not they're like 
that's like that would be like you guys celebrating when you started writing the Bill of Rights. Like you don't celebrate that day, and we're like, yeah, no, we're good. Bye. There is absolutely nothing better than people thinking that St. Patrick's Day is um, celebrating Irish liberation. Right. Yeah. And, like yeah. you are the dumbest. We assume the that the only thing that you celebrate nationally is like your liberation, your independence. We're like, nope. Everyone's got to celebrate that day. It's yeah. a big one. We're like, here's the problem with bougie dinner drinks. All right. Especially if you're at a place that has scotches and bourbons and whiskeys. We all got to stop pretending that these are good to drink alone. <laughs> like, I like a nice cocktail, but like when someone's like, I'll take that 15-year highly peated scotch. I'm like, dog, you can go outside and eat grass. That's fine. You don't have to spend 60 bucks for an ounce of it. Like, it's out of control. I would rather have Cinco de Mayo margaritas or margaritas in general 10 times out of 10. Okay, one thing I will say, though, about the bougie dinner drink. So, again... I'm going to, I have a partner who is really not into bougie anything. That is not, Mm-mm. that's not her jam. That's not where she comes from. It's like getting her to accept a new pair of boots instead of gluing her old pair back together was, was pulling teeth. One thing about the bougie dinner dinner drink is that I, like my, my family, my, my mom and stepdad in particular are big bougie dinner people. They like to go out to nice restaurants and they like to order nice wine. My stepdad will always be someone who will order like a nice whiskey or a nice scotch or something for himself, but they will always order like a nice bottle of wine for the table. Sure. And that is something I honestly do appreciate because I do not spend that much money on wine. Right. I mean, I mean, at least not on like an individual bottle as, as a whole. Especially at a restaurant. Yeah. Because there's like, nothing. That always feels like a scam. Yeah. But like, I will say that I I like, I like having, I do like having that nice wine at restaurants. Sure. For me and Abby's three year anniversary, she was out of town because she was riding horses with her aunt. And so my friend Margaret went out to our anniversary dinner with me. <laughs> yeah. We went to the Lexington and we had like, and everyone at the Lexington knows both of us. Yeah. So we had like a full, like four course meal. We had our pre-dinner dinner martinis and then we had our during wine dinner and then we had our post drink or post dinner drinks right and like that whole experience is not necessarily about the bougie drink itself but it's just it's it it's incorporated into this like fine dining experience yeah and so i think that that is not necessarily about the fact that you're like i'm spending 14 dollars on a drink that i never drink uh, it's more that it's like this is this is something unique i love like dining experiences. Yeah. I think it's nice. Well, no, and I, I think- hear you. I love that too. I hear you. And me and my wife, whenever we go out anniversary stuff, we always get a nice bottle of wine. I'm there with you on the wine thing. But even if I'm at a fancy place and they make a fancy drink, I, nine times out of 10, I'd rather have that margarita from the Mexican <laughs> restaurant. No, see, I, get, I, I, yeah, agree, I, fair. Agree, I agree with you on that. And that's, this is another thing. I'm sorry. I keep bringing this up, but All we right. were, we were in New Orleans and I, I was like, I'm not going to be drinking wine while we're here because this is not a place to get glasses of wine. Yeah. I, I'd never had this before. The the drink Pim's Cup. Oh, yeah. Love a Pim's Cup. Yeah. So I'd never had that before. Wait, and are we just real quick? Is it P-I-M or P-I-M-P? It's P-I-M-M. Two M's. Yeah. Two M's. Oh. It's, it's I was really hoping y'all were saying yeah. Pimp's Cup. Oh, no. And I was just like, are they just really softening that that last peak? Because are we talking no. about, are y'all drinking Pimp's Cups? Yeah. What, what is <laughs> no, Pimp's it's, cup? it's, a, it's a gin and like uh, yeah. lemon. Ugh. Yeah, and, and the one that I had was, it was the best drink I've ever had. It was it was a Pimp's Cup at a one particular venue where we were going to listen to music. And it tasted like a Moscow Mule with lemon. And mm, it was just okay. refreshing and delicious and just so good. But I had one and I enjoyed it. And then I was like, I'm I'm good. This isn't like, I don't know. It was just, it wasn't like a, like, I'm going to keep drinking 
drinking this type evening. Yeah. You know what I mean? But that's like, the point is like, yeah. it should be one that's just like, that's what I'm saying. we're just gonna, but I think like, here's my thing with the, with the bougie drink. Like what I, my lady Kellyanne is a fancy lady and she likes she's fancy, a fancy lady and she likes fancy drinks. Yeah. She's a fancy lady. And the problem is I don't take her to fancy places that often. Mm-hmm. So it's like, we can't go to the moose and get her a martini. Right. Or or a Manhattan right. or an old fashioned. Right. So there's something about going to a place where you can trust that this drink that you have rarely, because mm-hmm. let's be honest. I mean, could could we make a martini at home? Of course we could. That's not really the it's question. It's not though. the point. Yeah. It does and it doesn't hit. It's not right. the same. Right. We have we have martini glasses, we have olives, we have vodka, we have vermouth. I could do it, but it's not. It's not it. I'm going to make a really strange comparison. It's actually not that strange. You can jack yourself off if someone else does it for you. It's just better. It's just better. Exactly. Yeah. Yep, we've all been <laughs> it's there. so true. It's, <laughs> and, but, and, but I'm just, so that for me is like. Well, and it's again, the experience. Yeah. It's like the experience. Yeah. And like you, and you're probably dressed up. You're feeling, yes. uh, Cody, I will say to you, it, it like, I get, I can under, I can understand why people like, like scotches and whiskey, like just, and just. No, I get it. Yeah. Dip it on. I can get it, but I do agree that it is an insane drink to have if I'm going to eat something afterwards. <laughs> like, if I want to have food, I'm not, like, when people are like, oh, a scotch and a steak. I'm like, why are you ruining this steak? What did that steak do to you did, that you wanted to, like, destroy your mouth? And- I will say, uh, okay, so I'm I'm torn because... I think a good red wine with a steak is way better than a whiskey or a scotch. Mm-hmm. But there was one time where my stepdad made made steak at just at home and he had a red wine to go with it. And my mom is not a big red wine drinker, um, but she always has red wine when he makes yeah. steak. But he also got a scotch that he thought would go really well with it. And so he poured me a glass. He poured both me and himself a glass of wine and some scotch. And it was the only time where I w- took a sip of the scotch and I took a bite of the steak and I was like, that flavor combination is unreal. Mm. It really did hit in a way that I was not expecting it to. But that's not something I would be able to go to a restaurant by myself and figure out. And know the scotch. Right. Yeah. Like you would just look at the scotch list. There's like 15, 20 yeah. scotches and you're just sitting there like, okay, I'm not going to buy the cheapest one. Right. But I'm not going to get the most expensive. But um, restaurants, even if it's a nice restaurant, it's not very likely that I'm going to order something like that. I'm right. going to go for a nice bottle of wine or a nice glass of wine more often than not. But I will say anytime I step foot into a Mexican restaurant, <laughs> yeah, but the first thing I'm ordering is that damn margarita. Yeah. That that should better come to the table. Yeah. And- but then, but then, so here's the other thing is that I go to La Cucaracha with Jesse and Margaret often. Yeah. And sometimes we'll just go there for drinks and maybe some appetizers. So if we're going there for just drinks, I've gone there before and not had a margarita. Cause if we're going there and it's just, we're hanging out for like maybe an hour and we're just having chips, I might order something else. But I'm ordering like a Modelo. Sure, right. I'm still ordering something that is probably more like Mexican restaurant oriented. Right. I'm not necessarily, I have gone there before and ordered wine and it was the biggest mistake. They're like, I guess, yeah, we have (laughs) it. They're always laughing at me. Yeah, they're always laughing at me when they're like, do you really want that? If I, when I've, when I've ordered a glass of wine, like the maybe two times I've done it, they're always like, do you really, is that really what you want? Did you is just that default? what we're doing? Did you just press default <laughs> yeah. and it was just wine? Like yeah. you didn't think at all. Yeah. You had no thought in your brain. Cody, did you say you're going margarita? I'm going margarita. Yeah. I think, I mean, me and you drank a three foot margarita once. Oh, that's fantastic. Where are you at? <laughs> I can't decide. I, I think I am. I think no matter what I, I, especially if it's just like Mexican restaurant margarita, I think then, yes, that's still the direction I want to take it in. I think that's where I'm going to be at. Okay. So. I think I lose no matter what then. That would be. (laughs) 
All right. So I we. Think, I, I think I was leaning towards bougie dinner drink, but however, we have discussed this many times that I'm incorporating the whole experience. Yeah. Which includes the food, this, that, and the other thing. And I think that because we are talking about the drink and not the food, I think I do have to go with the margarita. I'm still not fully sold. I think what, when I started thinking about it with what you're saying. Yeah. Is this idea that it's, it's the experience tied to the drink. Yes. That. Especially in a bougie situation, because you're ordering something, hopefully that's going to actually go with your meal. With all of that being said, I don't know what ties better than margaritas and chips and that's salsa. That's a good point. Like that to me that's is it's point. like, you want to talk about something that elevates the meal. Yeah. Because usually if I'm getting like a nice cocktail, I'm not also thinking about the food that's coming after that's it. Right. Point. So I'm just getting a nice cocktail and I'm like, oh, that was, that was tasty. And, and, and no matter what, in the back of my mind, as much as I'm like, even if I tell myself, this is a night we're going to treat ourselves. Mm -hmm. Like, let's not worry about cost tonight. This is just about us. I still, I'm still a poor kid at heart. So yeah. you, if I order a $16 drink, that, that thing better slap so hard because <laughs> I'm about to be pissed if I'm sucking down something gross yeah. at 16. Because I also will not send it back. Oh my God. I will not say, no, this I'm is, sorry. This has happened to me before. So I was in Chicago seeing Hamilton years ago. And we went to the bar across the street um, after the show. Because every time I see a show, I'm like, we need to go get a drink. We need to talk about what we yeah. just experienced. And they had this like special Hamilton drink list. And I ordered something. And I can't remember if I just ordered the wrong drink or if they brought me the wrong, wrong drink. Sure. It was one of those two. Yeah. But it ended up being a dirty martini where the olives were stuffed with blue cheese. Which, oh. yeah. Oh, my God. I don't know. I, and, I, I, and I don't get it. Sip, and I my was wife like, would be in heaven. See, that's so, so would Kelly. Yeah, and, yeah, I know. I, again, I can't do the savory drink thing. Yeah. And so, that's, that's doubling yeah. down. That's so doubling down. We took one sip and I thought to myself, maybe I can just down this. Mm -hmm. And I tried to take another sip and I was like, I literally, I'm going to gag. I can't even do this. And I, it was the only time in my entire life that I've ever sent something back. Just, yeah, no. And it was, and I, 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 and our server came around. I, probably apologized 4 million times. And I said, I'm so sorry. I'm sure this is my fault. I cannot drink this. They were more than understanding yeah. and kind about it. Um, they didn't charge me. I tipped them for both beverages that yeah. I had. But it was just, oh, yeah. Like, that was, that was, and that was like a bougier bar. Right. It was right across the street from the theater in downtown Chicago. And so that drink was probably $16. And I flat out was like, I'm not paying $16 for a drink I can't swallow. I can't do this. Yeah. yeah. All right. So now we have brunch, the mimosa, Bloody Mary okay. brunch combo going up against that Mexican restaurant, Margarita. Okay. I honestly want Cody to start on this one because I feel like this is like your bracket. Like you have won both of these. <laughs> Cody can't lose. And <laughs> yeah. as, as I should. Here's the deal. When <laughs> it's I do I love I love brunch, right? Brunch once a week, sure. I could do Mexican food for lunch and dinner every damn day, and I'm gonna get a margarita every time. There's something about these, let's just say what it is, not very quality margaritas that I am infatuated with. I will drink these sons of bitches all the time. <laughs> and if you top it off with a corona, you throw a corona in there. That's it's heaven. It's bliss. It is. Also, I figured out if I get the pork carnitas and two margaronas, I call it margaronas here. Pork carnitas and two margaronas is a one way ticket to nap town for me, boy. Every time. <laughs> so we keep talking about the Corona margaritas and it just made me think of second season of Jersey Shore, which is the first time I ever saw these. They were in Miami and they ordered the giant margaritas that had the two Coronas in them. And I had, I mean, when this show came out, I was, 
I don't even know if I was 21 yet. I'm pretty right. sure I was still just like, uh, like either still in high school or maybe like a freshman or a sophomore in college. And I saw this drink and I, all I thought to myself was that has to be just like a slushy, <laughs> not, there's no alcohol in that giant bowl right. in front of them with two whole ass Coronas sticking into it. But no, I was, I was wrong. I like, yeah, I like, <laughs> I like that the size the size for margarita is absurd. Yeah. Like that, like if, if someone were to come with like a very simple, cause like really all a margarita is, especially if you look like a classic is just triple sec tequila, lime juice. Yeah. With, uh, and like over the, on rocks, mix that up. That's a margarita. Yeah. That's all it is. And you can have that in a nice little dainty cocktail glass. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, no, that's not a margarita. It's gotta be in a fucking fishbowl. Yeah. It's like, that shit has to come deep from the well. Like, yeah. And don't get me wrong. I like it on the rocks. I like it slush. Like I get it. Like I don't, I don't, you can take it either way for me. That shit better come out in a bowl. I should be able to put my face into it and drown. Like this, this, this glass was like deeply embedded into the sand struck by lightning and like evolved over thousands of years yeah. before they dug it out and put it, my margarita in it. <laughs> Why? I don't, it's a law too. I don't understand. Why does every margarita glass empty have to weigh 15 fucking pounds? That's oh yeah. Point. I'm not complaining about it. It's, it's it the weight like, of your decisions. Yeah. It seems like you're getting this massive drink when in reality, the liquid's not that much. Everything you're, you're holding <laughs> is the glass. That glass is, yeah, <laughs> it is deep. And it, but it's funny because like, if a mimosa came out in a margarita glass, I would be like, I'm going to throw up. This is so much. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, but like, we're talking about bottomless mimosas. I have straight up cleared easily a bottle and a half of champagne by myself because we were at this place. It's not hard to do. They just put the bottle on yes. the table, which is the dopest way to do it. Anyone who's doing bottomless mimosa and not putting the bottle on the table for the people, you're, you're missing out on an opportunity. Cause it was so much fun to just be like fucking pour my own. And like, you know, that you got a little carafe of juice that you're dumping in there. If you ever go to brunch in West Hollywood, they will bring you the bottle and they will bring you whatever juice you order and an eyedropper. <laughs> Just be like, you and know you, how much yeah, juice you and want. And you literally like take the eyedropper and you put that juice in your drink. See, I am the person. I don't like champagne. Like I, I champagne does not do it for me. I don't like it. So for me, I am the person when people are like, I'm just going to put a, I just want the tiniest little bit of orange juice. I'm like, no, no, no. We could go one third, two third. Like mm. I do want that orange juice. Okay. I want the orange juice to be a part of this journey with me or whatever juice were grape yeah. juice. I want it. Th- grape juice. Doing grape juice for Moses. I'm a very, God. I'm a very classy gentleman. I've never, I've never Sorry, done next that. time he's going to order apple juice. Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> is this mimosas for like preschool? That would be fuck. One time I was at a place where, so they put the, they put the bottle on the table, but then they're like the juice bars over there and they had, oh, they had sure. juices laid out and I'm, and I'm walking up and I'm looking and it's like, and it's all the classics, right? It's mm-hmm. grapefruit. It's, there's a mango, there was orange. And then there's this, and then there was guava. And I'm standing up there and I'm trying to, and I'm trying to figure out like, which one do I want to do? And this guy's like, yo, you got to get that guava though. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, is it good? I was like, I don't know. I think I might just do orange. He's like, your guava will change your life. And I, and I was like, oh, thanks, man. So I start going for like the mango and he was like, you ain't going to get the guava. And I was like, all right, I'll get the guava. Like, and I did cause I was, and then they came back and, and I went back to the table. I was like, kind of, I was just like, 
everyone's like, what hat? Like, what are you being weird about? I was like, I think there was like a guava salesman over there. <laughs> I think this dude was invested in guava. He's a guava rep. Right. Like, and he was forcing guava. I was like, I don't know. If, I don't think I really like it, but I couldn't say no. So if you guys could just keep an eye out and tell me when the guava guy's gone, because I do want, I did want that mango is yeah. what I really wanted. I, so the first time I ever met my um, sister's husband was at a drag brunch and at, at, Certain drag brunches, uh, for flip phone ones specifically, you can, um, I think it's, it depends on the restaurant, but basically you can order bottomless mimosas or I, I forgot what they call it, but they call it like bougie bottomless where they bring you the bottle and you can just make oh, it yourself. Oh, yeah. Because otherwise they're just bringing you a mimosa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so he ordered the the like bougie one and I was kind of like, yeah, you're trying to impress us. Yeah, I want to show off Which a is little what, bit. That's fine. Yeah. You go right ahead. And so every time like me and Mark was there, our drinks were like a little low. He would just take his bottle and pour them in. And I was like, got you. You're winning, bro. Yeah. Well done. <laughs> it's a flex. Yeah. It's a flex. This is tough. Of course you are. This is tough. This man. is tough. Because I will say one of my best experiences, Same. it's the same day. It's the guava day. I mean, we went so hard. And this is also maybe a negative too. Because I mean, that's the problem is brunch. Mimosas fuck you up. It'll, it'll get you there. I ended up in the ocean with my pants on and my shirt off, just taking it in, just enjoy, just being like, this is life. This is what it's all about. I, there are families and I'm just in rolled up jeans, just taking on the ocean, letting it come over me. And, and then when I got home, I've never crashed harder yep. at 4 p.m. Yep. and then woken up with a violent hangover. Yeah, that same thing happened to me. There's one specific time I remember I went to brunch with my friend. It was lush, like pre-pandemic. Mm -hmm. And we had bottomless mimosas and we were there for, I don't know, six hours. I don't even fucking know. We, we went home and the next thing I knew, it was like 8 p.m. Yeah. I, I don't remember falling asleep. I don't remember hitting my bed. I don't. And the, the funny thing, though, is that I remember getting home. I remember going to my room and then I probably sat down and fucking passed Gosh. out. Yeah. And because that was us, too. Yeah. The second we hit any surface, we yeah. could lay down. Everything was joy and bliss. Yeah. And the second I put my head on yeah. anything comfortable. Because you don't dead. you don't like you don't get violently drunk on champagne. No, 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 but, no. But you will it, it will it will kill you when you're not prepared for it. Yes. It and, takes you down. Yeah. And then and then suddenly you, you yeah, you've just had this like blissful day, this wonderful, blissful day, and then you get back home to your couch or your bed or whatever, thinking, oh, everything is great, and maybe thinking you're gonna get something accomplished at home. Oh yeah, you're feeling great, you're alive. Yeah. You're and alive. Then, and then it's, you know, four hours later and you've been passed out the whole time. And yeah. you didn't even realize it. No matter what, I do feel like a margarita gives me that opportunity to feel like, A, I'm back on the island. I'm back. Mm -hmm. I'm back somewhere. I'm back somewhere on vacation. It's my little back somewhere my, tropical, yep, warm. Yeah. My little treat. But because it is tequila and I'm not the biggest like, oh, certain types of alcohol make you feel or do certain things. I'm like, you wanted to. Yeah. You were. It didn't matter what the alcohol was. But there is something about tequila that like if I'm having tequila, we're about to party. Like I'm yeah. like, if tequila is present, then a party will be next. Like I'm yeah. about to go. Let's have some fun. Let's liven it up. And so I. Man, I, it's tough though because, oh, man, those that that bottomless just it just hits. But yeah. where are you where are you at, Bailey? Are you you're locked in, Cody? You're locked. I'm doing margarita, baby, all day. So the one thing that I'm having trouble with is that brunch is such a unique experience. Like the like the the mimosa brunch experience is not really like. You can't do that on a Tuesday. You no. can have a, you can have a margarita on a Tuesday, but like the other thing is that I'm very bad at 
actually successfully eating at brunch because you typically have your drinks first. You might have a couple of drinks before your food actually comes. Yeah, so now you're and full. Then, and yeah, and then like I, I like don't have an appetite anymore, even though I'm like a, I clearly need to eat, but b, it's like like or you just it, straight it, up the the waiter comes and you're just like you're just assuming they're there to get you more mimosas, yeah, so you exactly. never order food. And exactly. You're like, so here to eat. Yeah. Food? You're like, no, but, we just drink bottles. But even though I've gone home and like completely passed out after a brunch experience, I've never necessarily that's a lie. I was going to say, I've never necessarily had a bad brunch experience. I did have one. Um, This was many years ago. I went to brunch with a friend and we went to the Bryant Lake Bowl. For whatever reason, it turned into, it was one of those brunch days where we left at like 6 p.m. <laughs> yeah. Like we got there at 11, 1130. We had brunch. We were having like brunch drinks. And then that turned into like. Oh, now we're ordering dinner. How long can they promise you bottomless? Like that's, that's one thing where I'm like, if I, Hey, y'all are open until 2 AM. And I started here at 11 with y'all. I ordered the bottomless. Right. So So it feels like that's what I'm doing. So Brian Lake Bowl doesn't have bottomless, but I know at Lush they have bottomless and they do have a cutoff. And so what happens is bottomless starts, I think when it opens (laughs) and then eventually at, I think it's at like 2 PM, they have to like literally pull them. Oh, so I, but it's no, it's a straight up a liability thing. If they yeah. just like let people have like unlimited oh, well, you ordered, yeah. all day. Well, you gave it, you gave us, you gave us $17. So you yeah. should be allowed to drink as much as, as you much want. As you that want. seems to be a fair compromise. Yeah, I agree. So where are you at? Where are you at? I am. I feel hopelessly deadlocked. <laughs> um, I really do. I, this is a tough one because I am definitely more of like a regular brunch mimosa person. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, the margs and the the quesadillas and the the chips and guac. It's it's a whole different experience. Well, for that reason, we'll settle this the only way we know how. The corn. <laughs> I'll take. I'll take. I'll take. I I've had just as much as I've had really great margarita Mexican food experiences. There's not like the vibe. The vibe of br- like you said, there is something about a brunch that really when it's it's a good it's a good situation so we'll settle this the only way we know how with the american voting coin of 2004 as brought to you by random.org we got george bush (laughs) facing up which means john Kerry's on the other side i will let you you can decide how who you want to designate for what okay i think that um george washington is george w bush it is bush um okay bush is definitely let's give let's give bush margs because bush is super racist yeah. And let's give John Kerry the uh, the mimosas. All right. So we'll flip. George Bush. Oh, my God. Margaritas. The, the coin has decided we will move margaritas on into the final four. I will and- say instinctually, I don't like this decision, but I did leave it up to the coin. It's the coin. So it's I, the coin. I, that, yeah, that, I have no say. The Lord decided. So that is... We gave, we gave Cody way too much leeway in all of these all of these discussions. I feel like he got his way across the board. Ah, well, welcome to the show. <laughs> uh, uh, that is it, folks. We got our final four set. We are going to go do our research. We do have to go on vacation, so yeah. it might this, these this might, might come out later. But thank you so much for listening to this episode of Friendly Competition. If you want to about Chaboys, a few things that you can do, as always, share with a friend, tell a friend. Uh, wherever you're listening to us, make sure you hit that subscribe and make sure you're giving us those five stars. Absolutely. Please follow us on all of our social media accounts, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Just look up at Friendly Comp 
Pod. Bailey, your stuff. My stuff. So um, I you can find me on Facebook. Um, I, I'm most active on Instagram. You can find me at BaileyMurphy59. I've said this multiple times. I hope you like hearing the word fuck. I use it basically every other word. I'm also very active in the comedy theater world. So um, I'm posting all of the stuff that I do on my Instagram. You can find my blog in my bio as well. And uh, yeah, that's where I live. You're going to find a lot of pictures of my dog. Anything yes. coming up that they can come see you at? They sure do. Um, so St. Patrick's Day is coming up. Um, I'm producing a show called Patty's Revenge. It's going to be at the Phoenix Theater in Uptown in Minneapolis. It's going to be on St. Patrick's Day, so Friday the 17th. The show's at 7 p.m. We're going to have a full bar. It's going to be... I, I came up with this concept a few years ago. I got really sick of going to bars and drinking green beer because that's fucking stupid. So it's going to be... It started off as a variety show. Now it's going to be more um, comedy-oriented. So we have sketch comedy. We have improv. We're going to have some stand-up storytelling and best part is that your boy nick is gonna be in it this is true he's this is true. come out yep he wrote a sketch for it he's gonna be a part of it so yeah come check us out it's gonna be a good time um you can either buy tickets at the door or order them online you can find them on the phoenix theaters website there's also a facebook event for it um yeah come check us out it's gonna be a good good time Yes. And we'll post all that stuff. Well, links will be in the show notes for all that as well. Shout out to Charizard for the intro outro music. You want to hear more of their stuff, head over to Bandcamp, type in Charizard, replace the vowels with sixes. That's going to be it for us, folks. we got a Final Four Friday coming up for you. But until then, I've been Nick Carey. I'm Bailey Murphy. And I'm Cody Lena. See you on the boat. 